0: You're listening to the Class on Grass podcast. Check out our website at classongrassmedia.com and become a patron for extra benefits.
1: Oh, yeah. Welcome back to Class on Grass podcast, season two, episode 18.
0: On the Zoom today.
1: Zoom podcast. Yes. It's going to be very loose. Yeah, I mean, looser than normal.
0: Usually yeah. it's quite put together but today won't be necessarily the same, Uh, but there will be more zoom podcasts to come in the future. And you can expect, they will be very similar to the normal ones. Um, Just, I mean, a different backdrop to be honest, Mm -hmm. to to be honest, (laughs) but I mean, is it better worse? I mean, you can't say it's better than Andrea Pirlo and Diego Maradona, but still pretty sick. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I guess to get into it, we have a lot of kind of random topics. But um, first, one that happened this morning: Frank Lampard, Frankie boy,
0: unfortunately, from
1: Chelsea Football Club. Um, I, I would have
0: loved to see Frank get some more time to work with that team. Obviously, whatever is the Chelsea board wants, you know. I mean, fans were starting to get a little bit, uh, you know, they, they were getting worried with with his performance and, and how he was doing. But I mean, you could tell based on Twitter and Instagram and social media and stuff. But I would love to see him have a little bit more time, especially being a club legend, um, see what he can do, really respect him as a manager uh, with what he's done with uh, Darby. And then even even this Chelsea team, he's had good runs. And I think they would have turned it around. I just think – I think personally the biggest reason that they didn't want to keep him is because not necessarily – I know it seems out there, but not necessarily their form, but the fact that they spent like $300 million on, or euros on players and the players they actually spend the money on haven't been performing to their peak potential that they purchased them for.
1: Yeah, I'm, I've got like two kind of opinions on it. One, yeah, I think it's harsh. I think he should have uh, stayed for at least the end of the season unless they kept that form where they're only winning like once every four games or something. Um, but on the other hand the rumored uh, Thomas Tuchel from Dortmund and PSG uh, coming in he's coached Pulisic Uh, he's German so Timo Werner and Kai Havertz might get a bit more chemistry with him as well I feel like that's just the best fit and I would think they would get a big bounce from him coming in as well so
0: yeah no I totally agree I mean I think he I th- I think uh, Thomas Tuchel can do a great job at that Chelsea side. He obviously last year led PSG to the Champions League final, unfortunately didn't win it to but he he lost to a great Bayern side that I think was definitely the best team in the world at the time. And yeah, I mean he he definitely could do well. I just think it's going to be interesting to see with uh, there's so much firepower on that Chelsea team. It almost seems like it's impossible to have like 11 players on the field that are doing well while also the subs aren't shocking that they're subs do you know what I mean by that like you're gonna have a team that's performing but then whoever's on the bench you're gonna be like how are they not starting but it's just like there's so much firepower on that team it's hard to believe and like guys like Hudson Adoy who've really been coming out of their shells lately you know you want to give them time but then there's also players that they spent tons of money on that might deserve it more based on their their previous accomplishments in their career so I think it's, it's hard to see where that Chelsea side is going to go with the lineup they're going to use, if they're going to let players go. I don't see them bringing anyone in, especially considering how much money they spent over the summer. So it's going to be interesting to see how they respond, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of sticking with the Prem, uh, there's a stat that came out, and Manchester United are the top team they've gained the most points from losing positions uh, in the 2021 season. That is twenty-one points from losing positions.
0: That what do you mean by that? Like from when they were losing so, in the game?
1: Yeah, they in the games that they have been losing in. Yeah, they have gained twenty-one points from those games.
0: Like they've come back and won. You mean? Yeah.
1: yeah so yeah. out of all the games that they've been losing, they've mm-hmm. gotten twenty-one points, whether that be wins or draws from that.
0: I mean that that's definitely a reason why they're doing so well this season. They're very good at coming back against opposition you know Mm -hmm. I also don't really know what to attribute that United side of doing so well this season because they haven't really made a drastic change to anything since last year except for the fact that there's no one running away with the title so I think they're performing Mm -hmm. like not they're performing better but quite similar you could say to last year it's just that no one else is running away with the title like man city and liverpool have in the past 3 years
1: yeah and you can kind of you probably could have guessed that that stat was with them because you know they're known as that team that didn't show up for the first half of every game and then they would go and score three goals in the second half and win the game yeah out of nowhere i think they've kind of gotten that they've gotten rid of that where they're actually showing up in the first half and not yeah
0: no they're showing up for, yeah. for entire games for the most part I think their confidence is on another level compared to previous seasons but like they haven't their, their lineup hasn't changed other than Paul Pogba maybe getting on Ole's good side of it but he's mm-hmm. like his agent's been stirring up the the media recently saying he's gonna oh, leave yeah. so I wouldn't be surprised to see Paul Pogba depart from Manchester but I mean He's performing well, had a great goal over the weekend, or was it last week? I, I can't quite remember what day it was, but it was like in the last five days, side mm-hmm. netting, left foot. Pretty good goal. And then, again, that whole that whole Manchester United side's doing pretty well. I think Fred is really underrated this season. Don't you agree? Just like uh, – in, in my opinion, know. after watching Fred this season, I believe he's super underrated with how he's doing – he he's like he's not improved yeah he's he's well improved but also Mm -hmm. like i just don't think he gets rated like it people don't think he is as important to that united side as he is right now another player i think who has totally come out of their shell this season is luke shaw like compared to previous seasons in the past luke shaw this season is world like he's miles better you know and and definitely could be competing for that left back spot at the euro 2020 this summer I don't, know, uh, I don't know if Ben Chilwell... It's going to be a really hard battle between them two with how well Luke Shaw's been playing. And I know he's kind of hyped because he played so well in that game against Liverpool. Mm-hmm. But I mean, even over the season, he, I can tell he's been playing better. I, I don't know what you think on that. But personally, I think that even that whole England back line is going to be really hard to choose with the players performing right now. Even John Stone's coming out of his shell. Uh, you know, players like... Th- there, I, is, is it Justin? He, he's, yeah, James Dross. Yeah, he, right he's, emotioned. he's He's looking really good this year. Um, yeah, that whole back line and, and goalkeeper spots can be really hard for Euros this summer. So I was just like wondering what you think You know, it, it might look like.
1: Um, well, yeah, in terms, in terms of England and Luke Shaw, I mean, you have kind of seen there has been those stretches of games where he has played well and then he would pick up a big injury. And yeah be out for three months and then come back and not be as good, and then kind of that cycle uh, with his career. It is good to see because you know he's one of those many players I do like, and um I'm glad to see him playing well as well with Fred. I've never been too fond of him, but I've seen his work rate is one of the best on the team, yeah, like uh, I think there's this play I don't know if it was against Fulham in their last game or the game before, but um he you know, the ball was in their attacking corner and he wouldn't let Robinson clear the ball or whoever the fullback was. And he put in about three slide tackles and it w- it would have been, it just went out for a goal kick, but you know, that's that effort there. He's a center midfielder and he's going all the way yeah, to no, the t- corner, you know, pressing the team. And I think that's also very commendable.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's, he's been doing well and I don't like, I think he is at just, I know you're just talking about Fred, but but Luke Shaw, I think could be in the running for United captain in the next couple of years. If, I mean, I know he was treated quite poorly when Mourinho was there, mm-hmm. um, but he's stuck with the club through a lot and through a long time, and I I think that he is. He, if he can continue to stay fit and and become more of a leader on the team, just like leading by example, I don't feel like he yells a lot or, or tells players where to go, but I don't know. I just feel like he's, he's quite a good example for players to see, you know, he's had a lot of highs and lows in his career and, and to continue pushing on doing well for arguably one of the best clubs in Europe right now, contending for the title of the premier league, you know, you got to commend him for that. So I think, possibly a future Manchester United captain, but on the topic of one of the best leagues in the world, which is the Premier League, I've been noticing recently that the Serie A has really picked up its level. You know, I I think that, that just watching all of the players, obviously when Ronaldo went, everyone started watching it more, but that doesn't necessarily mean the level's picked up, but you know, just seeing the teams play, I've been watching a lot more of it recently, and I don't I don't know what it's attributed to necessarily, but it, I think the level of serie a has gone up quite a bit.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh speaking of that, they're named, you know, the most competitive or best league in the world by um International Federation of Football History, just one of, you know, one of those organizations. Yeah. But still, uh to be picked over the Premier League who are, you know, they're thought of as the best league and they have been for I don't know, as long as I've been alive, I know that. That yeah. has been the Premier League. That's that's the main league. And then the rest are, you know, if you do well in that league, you'll get a chance in the Premier League. So
0: Exactly. I think a lot of players, I mean, Messi, m- m- barring Messi, who, and even Ronaldo, who started out, m- although he started out in Lisbon, you know, started his majority of his top flight career at Manchester United in the Premier League. Barring those two who are absolutely unreal, a lot of players tend to finish their career or finish their prime, should I say, not their career, but like, and, and like, or, or moving their prime to the Premier League. And I, I mean, maybe it could be due to all the Premier League players who are entering their prime and then moving over to uh, Inter Milan or, or teams like that. Also, Weston McKinney and American playing super well over there for Juventus. Mm-hmm. I think it's a super tight league this year at the top, similar to the Premier League, which I think always it always is. There's never someone who runs away with the title like in Ligue 1 or even Premier League in the past. Um, and I think, I don't, do you know exactly when ESPN Plus got rights to
1: Serie A? It might have been this season. I, or I this think, season I think it was the
0: season before. Probably yeah. not this year because I think I watched a game last year. But that, that has to be part of it because you never – like the, the Copa – what was it? The Supercopa uh, d'Italia,
1: Napoli, Juve. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, it, it was the, the winner of the – Coppa Italia and the winner of the Sucedetto, which is so basically the winner, mm-hmm. if you're a Premier League fan, the winner of the Italian FA Cup and the winner of the <laughs> Italian Premier League play each other. And that was streams live on television, like in America. But other than that, everything's on ESPN+. Plus. So like, obviously the Premier League has a lot more airtime on major networks, but still to get most of the Premier League games, you need to have Peacock. So it's like a similar subscription. And I think that's definitely part of it you know like people are able to watch it more people are seeing the quality that's involved in it La Liga is a lot harder to get to unless you have Fubo TV or BN Sports
1: yeah so
0: I think less people have that because ESPN plus you can watch fights you can watch uh you can even watch the J League on it I think Mm -hmm. um but I mean lots lots more people are watching Syria
1: yeah and I think like you said, ESPN has picked up on that. And, you know, they picked up Bundesliga from Fox Sports. That's now on ESPN. Yeah. Uh, they got the Serie A. And I'd say those are definitely... They're the FA Cup, you know? Yeah, yep. And I'd say those two are definitely number two and three, in my opinion, of leagues behind the Premier League, which NBC Sports owns. Um, but so to be you honest... the Premier
0: League is the best league in the world with what you've seen?
1: Throughout I still think it is
0: yeah i mean i just think it's hard like i've watched quite a bit A yeah, and i'm quite a fan of it but i think it's hard i just watch so much of the premier league that it's so hard to judge what's mm-hmm. better
1: i if we're yeah, talking we could about be bet- completely biased exactly and if we we're talking know.
0: about better for viewership the premier league is going to be there if we're talking about better for fan base around the world the premier league is going to be there barring juventus uh psg Bayern, maybe yeah. dortmund and um like the only way you could say like they're better is, is that the league is closer. So the the depth is a lot smaller Uh, as in the worst teams in Syria can compete with the best teams versus in the premier league. That's, that happens, but it's it's maybe a little bit more rare. I don't know if that's true or not. That would be one way to measure it. Mm -hmm. And the other way to measure it would be based on uh, how good the top teams in Syria do. And we don't know right now, like last year, there was two uh, Bundesliga teams and two Ligue 1 teams in the semifinals of the Champions League. So they weren't in that. So, I mean, if this year we see a, a double Serie A final or a Serie A team, even in the final, I think it it brings it into question more, but, you know, I, I, I don't know enough like about the actual individual players to, to say it is. I just enjoy watching it. Definitely.
1: Yeah. Um, and then, I guess kind of looping back to Manchester United, um, Jesse Lingard was recently cut from the 22-man first-team Premier League team roster, which means I, he's no longer a first-team player. It's craziness because yeah.
0: that that uh, I, I feel like we're seeing that trend happen a lot more. I don't know if it's that I'm just like paying attention more or that it's actually happening more. Socrates, Ozil, Jesse Lingard... Um, there was like one other player on Arsenal that I can't remember. It was the guy who was playing the U23s that got in a fight with that 16 year old. I still can't remember the name. <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> I can't remember either.
0: I- I'm going to look this up, but uh, but I mean, I think we're seeing it a lot more, and also at clubs where definitely, probably for a reason, but social media gets on them a lot. Man United and oh, Arsenal get completely. the shaft on social media, yeah. so I-, I don't know if that like, do you think there's a correlation between the, the like picking the squad and also performances and how they're viewed on social media. Cause like, you never see teams like, like Liverpool gets it sometimes, but Liverpool city, they like city just gets it for overspending. You know, they don't get it yeah. cause bad or anything.
1: Yeah. I think definitely Arsenal and Man U are tied for the most, um, you know, talked about team on, um, you know, soccer, Twitter, Instagram, stuff like that. Because I don't know why, I think it's maybe it's probably because they have the biggest fan base. But you know, if the Jesse Lingard or Ozil um, situation was happening, whatever, 20 years ago when Twitter or Instagram wasn't a thing and people can just speak their mind openly to everyone, I doubt the newspaper or uh, media companies would be gaining that much traction on, oh. Lingard's kind of a meme now. He's not very good. Yeah. I think that it had to have impacted that because there's no way he got that much worse on his own without social media impacting him. And I know he's had actually a very hard uh, couple of years, uh, especially with that criticism. So it is kind of sad to see, um, you know, good players go drop down to not even part of the team as well.
0: I mean, is he too arrogant to play under 23s, you think?
1: I think he's going to look for a new club immediately. That's what I would do. I would not want to, you know, just waste my time in the U23s.
0: You know, right below me is an image of Glenn Murray with his hand on his head, you know, doing one of the most classic celebrations, I think, known to man. Like, if you ask someone on the street, like, what's a, what's a celebration you'd do after your goal? They'd just be like, hand on the head. Yeah. But um, Jesse Lingard was on that team with Glenn Murray when we were in the championship and really? when glenn put the hand on the head a few times um, played for brighton he did he did he started oh, out wow. his career at brighton
1: so could He's we see seagull. him back could we see i mean once a seagull always a seagull i feel like you should take him right away if the he Oscar was comes.
0: he was well good for us too he was really good and i i just looked it know, up by the way yeah. i'm not it might be gunduzi it might be
1: he got loaned out
0: no, but was that – wait, did he get loaned out at the beginning of the season?
1: To Hertha Berlin. Okay, yeah. then it's not him.
0: I, I'm trying to think of who it is. I, I, like, I look well, up U16. Well, Ceballos
1: got in a fight with Nketiah. Yeah, that was in training. On, yeah, he was still on the team. Um,
0: no, I'm trying to look up, like, Arsenal player <laughs> fights uh, U16 player in under-23 game, and all that comes up is Kolasinac fighting off the robbers. <laughs> Remember when that happened last <laughs> yeah. year? Like, someone was trying yeah. to rob him,
1: and he completely <laughs> dropped the dudes. Yeah, he, he Ozil and him were driving yeah. their car. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then a lot happened in the Premier League. So I guess sticking to that, um, Odegaard, if not completely confirmed, he is set to join Arsenal on loan for the end of the season. I think, I think it's a great signing. I think. Um, Smith Rowe might be a little upset because that's his position and he's just starting to get minutes.
0: The thing about Smith Rowe is he can play attacking mid and – or no, the thing about Odegaard is he can play attacking mid and winger. So he Mm -hmm. could be in for that attacking mid role. Um, Right now, I think we're seeing Lacazette sometimes drop in there or even um, uh, Danny Ceballos play a little bit more forward. I feel like I'm forgetting one name. But Odegaard can slide into that attacking mid role also. But yeah, Smith Rowe, he's young. He has proven himself quite well in the Premier League so far, but I think Martin Udegaard is a little bit older. Is he? I think he is a bit old, like a few years older. And I mean, also, he's
1: always been like that wonder kid, but I think... Yeah, he's been hyped up so years, much
0: yeah. that uh, I think... And especially, it's like it's like Timo Werner and Kai Havertz. I mean, in the beginning, you have to give them time. You know, they've just been signed mm-hmm. to the club. Whether they're going to be good or not, no one knows, but... It, it's just the politics of football. You have to give him time. And I think he could be good. I don't think Zidane gave him enough credit for uh, his quality. Definitely. I think he could perform well in the premier league, but I think, you know, th- th- that happens to some players. You go to a club and you're hyped up so much. It's, I mean, it's like what's happened to the Chelsea boys that are newly signed, you know, mm-hmm. you're hyped up so much that it doesn't work out, ne- work out necessarily. And also Real Madrid's a, a huge stage to arrive at. So I think we could see him at Arsenal doing well. I think we could see – I honestly think we could see a combination of him, Smith-Rowe, Bukayo Saka uh, all, all in there together. Even, even that would be Gabri- really fun. Even Gabriel Martinelli. Um, and that, I think, puts more of a threat on Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang with his recent performances and how he's not been hit in the back of the net as much as he did last season. I think that definitely puts a bigger target.
1: Lacazette is yeah, heating but up,
0: I, I, I think Lacazette's doing better than normal uh uh for for him in the past like he's definitely like obviously him at uh at leon was unreal but mm-hmm. um th- with his past few seasons i think he's definitely improved upon those obamiang though definitely dropped since last season and i think you could see him his, his position uh like those boys being a little threat to his position
1: i mean you stick uh i don't how do you pronounce it oh you are something from leon O R. Yeah, you stick him in the midfield. Arsenal are you put another center back in there? Sign another center back. I mean,
0: they they're set, but here's the thing. They're looking good. They don't they, they aren't I think Lucas Torreira is kind of like Husein MR. Mm-hmm. And they didn't they didn't necessarily keep or, or like Lucas Torreira or Mikel Arteta didn't. So Yeah. But I mean, they're definitely a, a better team than than we saw last season and they're heating up quite a bit. With young talent, Bukayo Saka, I don't even need to get into it that much. He's just he's just he's literally he's unreal. Yeah, he it's just what he brings to that team is incredible this season.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we've got two more Premier League topics. Uh, we've got uh, two game-like situations. So Liverpool against Burnley. Uh. Barnes with the 83rd minute penalty to give Liverpool their first loss at home in 68 games. no
0: you know it, that game was way too even, like even till the end. Like what has happened to Liverpool? Did you see the the tweet by uh, Jamie Carragher that said if I was growing up in the ages of Twitter, I would my confidence would have been destroyed because. Uh, oh
1: yeah, Phil- we yeah we talked about that with Linger, Phillips too.
0: Yeah, and Phillips, the center back, um, he uh, he's been getting a lot of stick on on Twitter and other social media platforms because he hasn't been performing. And like, it's not even that he's not performing like he should. He's young. He's going to be sometimes inconsistent. He's still a quality center back. Like he's going to grow into that role nicely. But obviously, <clears throat> short term, they need uh, a more experienced replacement probably if they want to solidify games in the Premier League. And and so i think that they they probably need someone better or they just need to keep joel matz at fit you know cuz hendo and fabinho i mean hendo's not not he's definitely not a center back i think fabinho I has been, fabinho yeah. has been really good though like for a guy who's a central defensive mid he's been really good at a yeah. center back so if they can keep joel matz at fit i think they're okay honestly I, personally i think it, their biggest problem is going forward right now. They have the firepower to score goals. It's just something in their mind isn't clicking, and they don't have the confidence. Like, when have we ever seen Mo Salah go this many games without a goal?
1: The whole team, <laughs>
0: honestly. Like
1: they haven't. Sadio Mane is not well, as well as he could. He did score two in the FA Cup, but like, let's just yeah. let's just
0: count Premier League. Like, yeah. we, have we ever seen that Liverpool side? go that long in the Premier League without scoring. I mean, we haven't, but, like, it's just, yeah, it's just no. really odd.
1: mm mm-hmm. um, And then finally, uh, so the Man City played Aston Villa. Uh, it was 0-0 up until – so I'm, I have my opinion about this. I don't know if you have your own, and I don't know if it's different. But so um, Rodri is offsides when a ball comes through, Mings, chests it down, has control of it, and then loses the ball to Rodri, who was offside, came back onside, took the ball, and then Bernardo Silva scores?
0: I, I can't comment because I did not watch the game.
1: Well, yeah, I just saw the clip. And so basically every single Aston Villa player on their Instagram said, Oh, don't know what that whole offsides rule is about, but uh, tough loss and stuff like that. I mean, they still would have lost.
0: Uh, Wait, are you talking about when it hit off of Mings? Like he was running, it like, like it hit off of Mings and then they scored like later. But it was it wasn't a break. It was a breakaway, right?
1: No. So, so Mings, um, Rodri is like twenty yards offside. Yeah. Mings gets the ball after a failed pass from Man City. Rodri's running back behind him. Mings chests it down, is kind of has control of the ball. Rodri comes back, gets the ball, and then they have like two or three passes and then Bernardo So
0: you see, I, I saw a, a photo of the, the freeze frame. And like kind of could see what was happening. Did it it all depends on like I feel like like if there's a touch, right? Then, like, like, if you Mings if,
1: has the whole. He chests the ball and is ready to pass the ball. He has. Then control. it
0: doesn't. Then I mean, I know the players are mad, but like, have you ever seen Diego Costa play before? Have you ever seen Fernando Torres play before? They literally sit ten yards yeah. behind, and they wait for a mistake or something that's super common. You sit ten yards behind. You know, you've got your your line here. You sit ten yards behind, and then as soon as your player is about to be re- like ready to make a pass, you just come right on and then go back. Yep. So, they can't see you. You know what I yeah. mean? You're behind them. So mm-hmm. like play to your strengths. If Mings has the ball though, like you can st- like you can steal it from a he should. Yeah. I understand as a center back, you, you're not used to playing in a 360 degree rotation. You know, that's, that's generally midfielders, everyone like midfielders and strikers, center backs usually have no one behind them. Wide players usually have no one behind them. It's mm-hmm. all 180 degrees, but like, still, you're a Premier League player. I Like, you got to expect that you anything could come at you. And I'd say – I don't know if this – if you agree with this, but as a Premier League center back, you should be able to play center mid in League
1: Two maybe. I mean, yeah, Mings is a good ball-playing center back. Exactly. And to have every single Liverpool – or Aston Villa player, uh, you know, disputing the call, I just don't understand it. Because to me, that's a clear – The possession changed over rodri has the right to go after the ball win the ball and they can score i don't know why was it a
0: bernardo silva left footed uh top left yeah have we ever seen a different goal from bernardo silva (laughs) (laughs) like i'm actually wondering have we ever seen a different goal like i don't even need to watch the goal i know what it's going to look like yeah i mean they're always great goals it's just like his thing. He will always just take a little touch, <laughs> left foot, top left, curve.
1: I don't think he try, I don't think he will. He will refuse to score if he cannot put he it only, on the left. He only scores
0: curve. bangers from the right side of the field that go top left and they curve. Like they don't even knuckle. They just curve. I
1: I, I can't think of another type of goal he scored. It.
0: But he's very. He's. I mean, could you argue that he's like the best in the world at that shot?
1: Mares? I mean, that's all Mares does
0: too. I think Mars is a little bit more versatile with his skill. Like, I mean, Bernard, I don't know. Bernard, they're both very – that's a really interesting debate that I just realized. Why, why did Man City have both Riyad Mahrez and Ronaldo Silva? Like,
1: well, the, the Monaco team of – what was that, like 2016?
0: Uh, 20, 20, no, wait, no, 2017. Yeah, it was Mbappe, 16, Mbappe
1: Silva. Yeah. 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 I mean, that team had so much hype, like the Aj- Ajax team. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, Bernardo Silva was one of the best players on that team. So, but then there's, just, there's a reason. He's one of the best in the world. But, like, the season after they go get Mara.
0: Yeah. I mean, when, like, again, one of the best players for Leicester. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you could argue Jamie Vardy was better. Like, they're both very different players. Jamie Vardy scored more. But, like, Red Mars was a key component in that campaign when they won the league. So, I mean,. That, I mean, that's probably why Man City get all this, like, stick mm-hmm. about just constantly buying players. But, you know,
1: yeah. Um, and then finally, I mean, we can talk about other stuff, but on my list we have the MLS draft happened, or the super draft as they call it. I don't know why they call it that. But um, yeah, Minnesota United drafted uh, Justin McMaster, Kim uh, Kimbonguchi. Sean O'Hearn. So three draft picks, do you – I mean, I'd be surprised if they turned out as well as Dane St. Clair, Chase Gasper, and Sonny Dotson did.
0: The thing about them is, like, I don't expect draft picks to turn out as well as those two
1: no, boys did. That was. The best draft class, like I've Dane.
0: Dane definitely stepped into his role unbelievably when we needed him. When we, call, we called him from loan. Uh, Chase mm-hmm. Gasper and Hassani Dotson, both of them. I mean, Hassani Dotson's like the face of this podcast, and <laughs> and even Chase Gasper, like he's, they're both right unbelievable. Here, I think he's he, he in the, the, the middle. Network. He's in the middle holding the bell and door.
1: Right here. Yeah. On my side. I mean, Reds I, flipped. So. It might. It might flip. I don't know. Um, but, you I never mean, know. Because
0: no. like because. <laughs> I think it flips after like the recording saves, but I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, he, Hassani is amazing. So like subs, in, I think Hassani deserves more time to be honest uh, than he gets, but subs in does really well, fills in like every single role that we're missing on the team. Literally if you don't have a left position. back, if you don't have a left back, he can play there. If you don't have a right back, he can play there. If we don't have a winger, he'll play there. If you don't have a center mid, like, you know, he's everywhere. I Case think he Asper- has played
1: like seven out of 11 positions.
0: If Dane St. Clair gets hurt, he's gonna be in goal. Mm. You know what I mean? He, he's yeah. that kind of guy. Um, no, and then Chase Gasper, like he he's just he doesn't seem like he came from college. He seems like a no. a, a well good player that, you know, plays his part on the team really well, keeps improving, you know, he, he's getting more confident on the ball, takes players on, sends in some good crosses, you know, really good for, for Minnesota United. Up the loons, scarfs up there or up mm-hmm. there. Either, either way, um, but <laughs> one of these corners. <laughs> yes, um, but uh, but he, he's grown into his role, and I mean, again, with the MLS uh, Super Draft. I don't pay. Atten- I don't know how many people actually pay attention to NCAA college soccer. It's not hyped up like any other college sports. So yeah. it's really going to be what do the coaches think and how much playing time do they get, and then we'll be able to decide. Because there's a chance we loan them out to USL teams immediately. You know, like it, that we realistically yeah. we might never see Realist, these guys again, yeah. or they might become MLS stars. So I think right now can't comment on them too much. They work great in college. So I'll be interested to see how well they do with us. They'll obviously go to preseason camp and everything. They'll, they'll yeah. be doing all that. And, and so, yeah, it's just how they perform there and how much hype they get. And then like Abu Ladi first year, great. great. He's good. Player.
1: He got he, injured a lot. Yeah, but, I mean, you
0: a lot of hamstrings. A lot, a lot of hamstrings. <laughs> a, a lot, a Didn't lot of quite hamstrings. have the
1: hamstring strength as you would, you would like. but
0: Yeah, but, I mean, great players his first year with us and his second year. I think he left after two years, though.
1: Yeah. Um, um, yeah,
0: I mean, I, I look forward to seeing how those guys do.
1: And I mean, this hap- This did happen. I just remembered, um, like a week or more ago. But um, the FIFA 21 Team of the Year did come out. Uh, did
0: Messi was not included. Same with Mars, no. which uh, Zakai made. And I think that's actually props to Zeke for like, like I didn't get I it spot to make, on.
1: It, it except he put, the, did he put Thiago in there?
0: No, the only player that he put in there that wasn't in the team of the year Neymar. was Neymar for Mbappe. But it's, yeah. a li- it's a like for like switch because it's, it's whoever you think did better this past season. Yeah. A lot of it's based on trophies and stuff. And the only kind of club, like tournament that was played was with your club. You know, all, all trophies were won with your club. So and Neymar and Mbappe have an equivalent amount of trophies. So it's really just who you thought played better.
1: Yeah, I agree with the whole team. Except, I mean, yeah, it really is that Mbappe or Neymar or Messi. I think I know why Mbappe—he's the—he's well, the cover I, star of FIFA 22. Yeah, he is. Uh, yeah, I stole, he is the, I stole it from he, you. He is the FIFA player. Like, yeah. like when you think of FIFA now, you think, oh, Mbappe—you know, huge yeah. pace, five-star skiller. You know, I exactly they kind of had to put him in there, and I'm sure he's he'll be in there for the next on the cover 10 of years. the game. Yeah, you know he's what he's I mean. he be in like, there the next one. like ten years. Exactly. Yeah. exactly.
0: So, yeah, I mean, I think that kind of concludes. Uh, interesting first trial of a Zoom podcast. I think it was a little looser, but that's apologies to me. I, uh, I was gone all weekend playing some games with my team down in Florida. So I was not super on top of getting topics or anything. But thank you, Mac, for finding uh, a ton of really good topics. And, uh, and next time we're on the Zoom, which will not be – like next time, next week we'll be back in the studio – Mm-hmm. All on good, I just have to quarantine that's why we can't be uh with each other, but next week we'll be there the week after, I think also, but like eventually my team starts traveling quite a bit more, so then i'll have to uh, do a lot more zoom podcasts, but we'll get the hang of of how to do it
1: pretty quickly and, so yeah. yeah and I think the the template's going to be very entertaining for the people. oh yeah, totally It's got to exactly. that's gotta be a lot you know to look at while you're watching it. So hopefully that. Makes LeBron in a
0: mask and a Liverpool, jersey. Liverpool I mean, jersey. What if you wanted to see more in your life? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But thank you guys so much for uh, for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Peace. Yeah. yeah.